Ξεκίνεται το κήπεδο, πλησιάζει την περιοχή και... Κατέβασε και εσύ το Beton Alpha app και μη χάσεις ούτε ένα γκολ. Beton Alpha. Ανεβήκαμε κατηγορία. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to No Choftes, the first episode of 2023. This time last year, we started the episode after a 1-1 draw against Buffalo saying, Kalifronia. Well, it's more Kalifronia, isn't it? Roy, Muggy, welcome, gentlemen. How are two? No, I was going to say, how is one? Because I'm used to saying with Roy, how is one? But how are Καλησπέρα, guys. Καλησπέρα, hi, Maggie Moon. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everyone who's watching. Good start to the season for our team. Convincing win with a clean sheet. A win away from home after the last time, I think, was against Doxa. Definitely some positives from tonight's game. Some interesting things we can talk about, some nice goals. Good things we can talk about, some players individually as well. But uh, we'll get into it in a little while. Magi Mugalos Horisies, Chekali Hronia, Tigamis. Thanks, guys. Fariston, Kali Hronia, Seulus. Happy New Year to everyone watching as well. Yeah, Kala, it's. Good to see the result we saw tonight and the performance. Uh, but yeah, I agree. A lot of good things tonight. Maggie's got his tactics board behind him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, maybe I should, I should, like, yeah. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> well, bomba, bomba. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm just watching um, Brentford Liverpool and Brentford have got a third goal now. So, uh, it's looking a bit sticky for Liverpool, man. Looking a bit sticky. So anyway, anyway, we're not going to here to talk about Liverpool though. We're talk about, here to talk about our team. And uh, as Roy said, comfortable victory. Uh, it was a very confident display. I'm not going to lie, boys. The first 20 minutes, I wasn't exactly sure how this game was going to go because that pitch looked absolutely bloody awful. Um, but in all fairness, after we got the first goal, it seemed pretty comfortable. But before we delve into the game itself, let's talk about the lineup. Roy, um, I was very pleased to see Gidsaw in, in the lineup again. I'm sure Muggy will be quite impressed. But to be honest, I was surprised to see Barker in the lineup because I thought he was out the door. As far as I'm aware, this could be his uh, goodbye gift to us. Um, lineup, boys, what do you make of it? Muggy, you have to say anything Okay, it seems to me that, um, you know, we, we have spoken may, on many occasions about Mr. Ferreira uh, maybe trying to... Um, he, he's still experimenting in an attempt to find the, the best uh, 11 to start a game, but I'm, I'm convinced with, without any doubt that uh, part of his strategy is to change players. So other than maybe five, maximum six players that... It seems like he <clears throat> he has decided that he's gonna he's gonna start the game with, and I'm talking mostly about uh, Francis. Obviously, it will be an interesting one seeing how he's gonna treat Fabi uh, now that he's back in uh, full match fitness. But Lang and Militic as a duo in the back. Um, normally Bruno and Loizos, but Loizos was uh, out with a. I think he he's got a, a cold. Uh, Kareem up top and, uh, and the rest of the p- positions I think uh, are quite questionable especially in the middle of the park uh, even though he started Gusu and, and Bash it was the second game consecutively I think uh, uh, in other games uh, Kasama has a, has a, he is as you said Kerias Pejinos or Hambos and Omix 
Εντάξει, ενώ, ενώ παίζοντας που ήταν και τόσο τραυματίας με τον Αστράγαλον του, ενώ φώτης που ζούσε τραυματίας, ο Χούπερ, ο Κάκου που μπήκε και έβαλε ξανά αυτοκοτέρματα. So, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not as surprised because I think he, one of the reasons he tries to change so many players is to keep the, the intensity. And even though I will agree the first 20 minutes, I wasn't sure what we were trying to do. I was trying to to understand how we were playing. What was obvious is is the attempt that we tried to win the ball real quick. You could see the the, the press, and you could see everyone trying to to win the ball, even though we weren't um, threatening uh, NOCs. Uh, on the contrary, they were the ones who had the first chance. I think on the 15-16 minute. But after we scored the first goal, uh, like you said, still, we seemed uh, more comfortable. Uh, I can't uh, say that any player didn't play well. I was quite pleased with the perf. It's, it's strange because when you're, when you're pleased with the performance of every individual, you would say that the, the team played really well. But I don't think this was the case. There were definitely some good things that we're going to talk about in a minute or two. But there's also a lot of room for improvement as well. It was good to see that we avoided the silly mistakes, the individual ones uh, from from uh, before. We seem to be more effective uh, scoring goals. I mean, we created seven chances, four on target, three goals. That's On the one hand, a good thing, but that's another thing that needs improvement as well. The, the amount of opportunities that we create, I think, because you're not going to score uh, goals in every chance you get. But overall, this is my first impression. What do you think, Magimu? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I was pleased. I, I thought it was a serious performance. Um, yeah, the first 20 minutes was a bit like, you know, not sure, but I... Unlike other times, uh, I felt like, okay, we're, we're going to win this game. Like, it's going to, maybe it's a 1-0, maybe it's 2-0, but it, I didn't feel like this it was a shaky start in the sense of, like, there was no intention to win it or we were, you know, panicking or anything like that. So, uh, but yeah, I like that there seems, even though the players are changing and, the, and the, you know, in the lineup and stuff, I think there's a clear intention to focus on like doing the transition really quickly uh you know getting the ball from the back and going really fast going forward and trying to win the ball quickly back like these are characteristics i think that uh yannick is, has added to the team that are definitely improving us a lot um so yeah um at the back i'm, I'm still sometimes i know we've had a few clean sheets now but There's always that element in the last few games of like, ah, you know, another possible clangor about to happen now. You know, there's, there's, it's a bit shaky still, but uh, well, we're lucky that Zoho's having a, you know, he's, a, he's on a really good streak. Um, top performances so far. Big saves in, in all the game, in the last few games. Even today, pulled a couple of, you know, really good saves. Um, but yeah, I mean... You know, we can go into individual performances and some players today were really top. I mean, Kaguli and Barker, for me, were, you know, top, top players today. So, yeah. I, I think also, I read some messages. Uh, Paris was very solid again. And yeah. as the game yeah. grew, I think that, uh, you know, you could tell uh, that uh, it's important for him to get the games and he's building his confidence and he's equally good defensively and going up top. He gave an assist for Kareem as well, which is uh, the second one in two games after the one with the first half when we seemed a bit shaky, especially before we scored the goal. I think he he was um, played really well, but by now we're used to him. We know we know what he can do, but it was uh, important that you could see that Eklin and Prostamesa, you said, "Boy, he's just Prostamesa." I said, "Kapcha fasi." 
Bash again, really good in, in the midfield. But you know, was, Lang was good, Miletic was good, Barker was good. Okay, Bruno seemed a bit lost at times, but I think that he might have even been confused with the way he was asked to play today because I was trying to understand where is he playing today. Maybe Stobo will help us. Uh, he'll explain a bit more. And know, analysis But yes, still, go ahead, man. Um, yeah, uh, fucking hell. So the first 20 minutes, again, was a little bit sticky. And I think that's probably because we were just trying to get hold of the ball and, and create. There was, a couple of, there was a couple of times or a couple of occasions where they got in behind us, especially down their left-hand side. Now, Lamy was on the left and Diawara was on the right. So it's almost as if they were playing like a 4-2-3-1. Like but with Baralimni, they've been very, very effective with the two wide men. So whether it be Diawara on one side or Lamy on the other, and Vucenovic up front, I think he's a very good striker. He didn't get many opportunities today. There was one opportunity he had when the left-back got forward. I forget his name. Oh, fuck, Yevremovic, I think his name is the left-back, where he got through. And he cut the ball across the penalty area and Vucenovic was there and, and uh, Francis made a good save. But after that, it's almost as if we, we kind of grew into the game and we we kind of switched system from like a 4-4-2 to like a... I don't even know what to explain it. Was it like a 3-4-2-1? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. Because I didn't see Bark on the right-hand side too much. He drifted on the left, but it's almost as if he had a free roll. I saw Bash dropping into centre-back in the second half. Uh, same with Gusso. It's almost as if they were switching. So, like, um, the best way I could... I, I brought, uh, hang about. It's going to be tough. I'm going to try to bring this up on the screen because I've got this, this little thing I found online, yeah? So, this is how I think we were supposed to line up, yeah? So, you've got, obviously, your, your back four, your two holding midfielders, your three men behind the front guy. Now, there were many occasions where when we won the ball in our half, especially in the final third, what you would see is Bruno would kind of drop back into like a, a wing back. And then you'd have Karim here and you'd have Barker there. And then Sati would bomb forward. But then you'd see these guys moving into a three-man system, right? But Gitsa here would kind of like bomb forward into like a into like a central midfield role. So it's almost as if we were playing like a 3-4-2-1, which which for me was absolutely brilliant. They got it absolutely spot on. Because what you're what you're seeing with um with teams like Baralimni is that they'll stick four defenders, four midfielders, and then two men ready for it's a counter. And what they were doing, especially in the first 15, 20 minutes, they're four in midfield and the four at the back, they would be within five yards or 10 yards max of each other. So there wouldn't be a big gap, which forced us to play the ball backwards, try to bring the ball sideways. And it just didn't seem to be working. Now, when you mentioned Bruno in terms of not him not being sure what he had to do, I didn't see him bomb forward as much in the second half. Now, again, I don't know whether it's because of that change of system, which meant Gibson would actually be marauding through the middle. I don't know what it was. But he didn't have much to do defensively, Bruno, in, in that respect. So I think I can't really criticise the guy too much. But the movement with from Barca and Karim was absolutely exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. Especially, I'd say, in the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half. But Muggy, you mentioned Barca in the, uh, in the WhatsApp group. Um, maybe you can go into a bit more depth because, again, I still couldn't figure out what his actual role was. It's, it's wild, bruv. Yeah, and I think that's why I was really impressed with him today. It's because he started on one side, then he ended up on the other side, even in the first half. Um, and on either side, he ended up, he created, you know, problems for Baralimi, like loads of problems. He was very positive with the ball. He was taking on players. His passes, most of the time, were really good. Assisted the goal. Um, and even in the last few minutes, like, he, you know, that last uh, thing he did in the... You know, when he flicked the ball behind his back and like, you know, you're talking about the 85th, 88th minute, you know, he's tired probably, he pulls off that. Like, I thought he was very good. Um, and the fact that he wasn't just, you know, 
isolated in one position and any, anywhere he went across caused you know a lot of problems for the for the opposing team was really really positive um and I, you know i think that was a clear instruction to you know keep him moving kind of thing and i don't know maybe it suits him maybe that's that's he needs that freedom you know uh okay it's violating me whatever but um you know you want to be seeing these things regardless of the opposition so um yeah, top, top performance. Uh, he could have easily had more than one assist. Could have been three, four today, yeah. um, to be honest. That's right. Um, as for the first goal that Gubble scored, boys, I think that will stem from a ball being played to Gidso, who made a run diagonally from a left-back position into the centre midfield. And effectively, the, it was he and the, the central midfielder that were uh, tussling for the ball. And Gubble like a whippet, <laughs> nicked the ball off his toes, just ran. He just ran, he just ran. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't an easy finish, boys, because he had to adjust his body shape to put that in the bottom corner. So I think, again, it goes back to what we've been saying about the boy for God knows how long. You know, he's not an easy doing the basics in terms of chasing the ball down and, and you know, tracking runners, et cetera, et cetera, from, from a forward perspective. He's... um. He's adding more to his game. He's adding more uh, strings uh, to his bow, so to speak. And I, th I think it's great they got that goal. And then for the second goal as well, he, he timed the run. He was onside. Um, again, he goes back to Roy. Remember what I said last time about it, it, him being instinctive? He had a half a chance there. It was a great ball from Barker. All right, the lad had to stick his foot out and, and get some connection onto it, but he did. He did the he did the basics right, so I'm I'm absolutely thrilled for him. And the statistics go up in terms of his uh, minutes per goal ratio. So yeah. yeah, it's looking good for him so far, man. It, I, I don't great. think it's I, I don't think it's ironic that he came to London, and watched Arsenal play, and he became Eddie Nketiah. <laughs> it was the the first goal I think is um, contrary to what we are saying uh, we've been saying in previous. Um, Pods about him not thinking about it. Uh, the first goal needed and thought and uh, pace and how to stop his body and how to shape his body when he was top, top goal. Like it's, I, I don't want to say it's uncharacteristic of, of Kagu, but uh, he added that to his repertoire as well. And it was really nice to see. That he's working on it, really, really proud for for Gagu. I mean, we've we have been <clears throat> uh, supporting Gagu and and all the other youngsters as well. But even at times where some people would, uh, you know, criticize him, uh, we supported Gagu and uh, we're really happy to see him uh, score goals. Uh, and the ratio per minute. Uh, I think before today's game, he, he had scored like four, four goals in just over or under 80 minutes and then scoring another two today. Uh, okay, let's let's hope uh, that he continues. Uh, I know he's, he's a hardworking boy and I also liked uh, when he spoke after the game that he says, uh, you know, we we just won a game, it's nothing, and uh, we, we still have to improve. We know we can do a lot better than what we did today. I mean, he could have easily said, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with the performance and I scored two goals, you know, but it was like, okay, it's done. We won. <clears throat> Let's, we have to prepare, we have to become better, we have to work harder, and, and that's, that's the mentality. This is what you should do as a homonia. What we need to realise, boys, and, and Muggy, I'm sure you can um, you can echo this in the sense that players like Gagul Lee, you can say, oh, well, he just relies on his pace. He's a pace merchant. But he, there's more to his game now. This is the thing. As he gets older, he's going to lose half a yard. He's going to lose a yard. God forbid he picks up you know, hamstring injuries or a, an injury that might I don't know, slow him down a little bit. It seems to me that he's maturing very, very quickly. I, I don't know, Muggy, what do you think? Do you think he's he's maturing quickly? He seems quite mature for a 22-year-old anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, both of his goals today were a sign of that, I think. 
you know, knowing what to do the right, even his positioning, you know, his, his pressing, uh, the way he controlled the ball a few times today and like, you know, held the opponent, you know, bit back. Um, it, it, you're definitely seeing the signs of a, of a striker that's maturing to that next level, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, I agree completely, like pace and speed, you know, give it another one, two years, whatever, it's going to disappear. You're going to start have to rely on some other things. Um, so today was was a good... Um, and even with Abolon, I thought, you know, again, his goal, really good movement, the right place at the right time, top finish, you know, so that's the kind of... Um, I think characteristics that he's gonna, you know, start working more as time goes by. So, yeah, definitely, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see him also, like like Roy said, like keeping his head down, because it's a, it's a long way to go. You know, you, you can't, you know, pack your bags and like think you're like whatever. You know, so mm. um, it, it's good to see that. Have Have you noticed Have you noticed him being deployed? in a different way to Bergen Lennon, because looking at his highlights from last season and perhaps a year before, he did a lot of hunting down. He did a lot of chasing lost causes. With Ferrari, it, it seems that he's more like a striker that's playing off the defender's shoulder more than anything. It doesn't seem to be that player who's yeah. just like, you know, chase chase this one down. It, it, it doesn't seem to be that, that guy now. So I'm thinking maybe on the one hand, the coach is trying to change his game a little bit, but also preserve that pace, pre- preserve him from getting or pre- try and prevent him from getting those impact injuries, where it be hamstrings or whatever, because from over 10, 15 yards, he's rapid. But you know these injuries, the hammy could go like that, the Achilles could go. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, before... I. I, I Many times I felt like a lot of his runs were like pointless, like as in just mm. chasing for the sake of chasing. Mm. With with Yannick now, it feels a lot more intentional, like and strategic, like you go and press in this area only, or you know, like you said, off a, off a defender kind of thing. So I definitely agree that as a change in the way he presses now, for sure. Mm. I'll compare. Okay, two different players in two different positions in the field. Uh, do you remember? Kusu, when he was in Salamina, he started playing at the age of 17, similarly to, to Kagu, because Kagu started playing, got his first uh, minutes with Omonia around that age, 16 and a half, 17. And when when uh, Kusu came, it was his passion, his press, chasing players all the time. And when he started playing with Jordi in the middle of the park, I think Jordi helped him relax, become better with the ball, understand when when to how to how you know and you remember still when you had Matt Darbshire on and he spoke about Kaku and he says he's gonna learn with experience how to because if, if you're chasing someone for 300 metra, 400 metra, and then when you have to finish uh, an opportunity obviously you wasted a lot of your energy and and you know this comes with time. He's gonna know how to pace himself, how to when to run. You know, the burst of energy when he has to, and not chase players just for the sake of chasing them. Everything. Ελπίζω, λέω σου, ξανά βλέπω την βελτίωση. Εντάξει, εγκόσιθηκε ο ο Καγκού. So it's already his fourth year with the first team. So you you want him to to improve and you expect him to improve. But I think that ο Καγκού είναι ο μόνος που is growing organically without everyone being on his his back. Δηλαδή, και με τον Λοϊζόν τα εξπεκτήσεων ήταν πολλά και με τον Μαρίνον ήταν πολλά και με το χάμπον τώρα πολλά, με τον Κάκου έχει λύνεται της πιστία αν όταν είναι αμφέρα με τον Κάκου, αλλά αυτό λέει να γίνει πιο οργανικά, νομίζω. Και κάνει το καλό του Κάκου και ξέρω ότι έχει πολλά δυνατό χαρακτήρα ο Κάκου, ενώ σου έχει καλό εγωισμό και έχει απαιτήσεις πολλές ζωές για τον εαυτό, δεν ξέρω ότι άλλοι όχι, αλλά νομίζω ότι Μπορείς να δεις τι βελτιώσεις τα τέσσερα χρόνια του κακού 
χωρίς να υπάρχει υπερβολική πιέση για το αποτελέσμα. Και νομίζω βοηθάτων και το πράγμα. I think it's also important that he has players like Karim and now Hooper with a lot more experience yeah. that he can pull from and learn a lot of stuff from. Like, I think Karim today was exceptional again. Like, so, you know, he can learn a lot from these, from these guys. So, yeah. Yeah. The other player I want to mention, I, mean, I know you guys spoke about him very, very briefly earlier, and that was Bash. Um, there was, well, the first 10-15 minutes, he was taken out by one of their players. I don't know why that didn't go to VAR, but that looked very, very naughty. It was a stamp on his ankle, and I thought, ah, oh, he's fucked. Because if that's ligaments, <laughs> problems. But, God, give him credit for the second goal, because he's the one that Stop their counter attack with a great challenge on the uh, on the touchline, and he wins the ball back. And he, he's um, he's a pivotal player for us, man. He's so important. And again, I don't like to single out players and say like we we're lost without them. We're lost without them. But this isn't a disrespect to Mix or or Kasama or Gusu, but we seem to be more. I don't know, maybe solid or maybe more dynamic, more solid defensively, more dynamic going forward when Bash is in the team. First half, it was Gusu occupying that third centre-back role. Second half, it was Bash. I don't know if Kasama or Mix could do what Bash does. Now, again, this isn't a knock on them, but it just goes back to what I say about his importance to us. That being said... It's good to see Kasama come off the bench. It was good to see Mix come off the bench. It was good to see, like, you know, Humble is still back in the fold. And, you know, people saying, why didn't Humble play? But he's another one that's played so many games. Rua Thimasebesi, when um, when uh, Loizu was uh, dropped from the ethnic game, people were going crazy. And we did that pod and we we're like, the kid has played like 80-odd games in two and a half years. What the fuck do you expect? And maybe, they're again, they're trying to protect Humble. But going back to Bash, I think, again, absolutely standout performance, boys. Absolutely stand out. Uh, I know we finished talking about Kaku, but I'm going to put up this message from Michael. Oh, he's right. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. 100%. While, we're, while we're at it, uh, actually, uh, or Mike with his team in Cyprus for, for uh, uh, his under-18 team, Youth uh, FC London, or And uh, they arranged the game uh, to play against Omonia uh, under 19s as well in February. So that'd be an interesting mm. one. We'll try and and get Michael on the show to talk about it. Maybe when he's in Cyprus, when he's in Cyprus with the team, uh, I'll try and um, maybe interview some of the players and maybe we can put it up on, our, on the pod. It'd be an interesting one. I think still you might be... Yeah, I, chances are I'll probably be out there at the same time. Chances so, are I'll yeah. be out there at the same time. So, yeah, it'll be, uh, yeah. be an interesting one. I'll have to bring another space. camera, for fuck's sake. I'll <laughs> 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 have to do proper editing. My goodness. <laughs> nah, um, boys, there's, there's another person that I, I wanted to mention this one, and that was Militich. I must admit, Militich looked very, very good today. Uh, I mentioned Vucenovic earlier in terms of how dangerous he is, especially with his movement. I think Militic read the game very, very well. And there was one very important block he made. Um, I think there's a ball into the box and he just read it. He just cut it out before it even yeah, made yeah. it. So, you know, I, I think, okay, look, it's, I don't want to be out of order say, oh, it's just Paralimni because we said, oh, they're papering over the cracks and yada, yada, yada. But you're only as good as the opponent that you faced. And let's go into 2023 with more positivity, man. I think last season we, we were very, very despondent. It's understandable. A lot of shit happened. But I think, you know, starting off the year with a, with a good victory, especially with the top of the table being the way it is with everyone locked on 37 points, I think um, we need to take one game at a time. And with Salamina losing tonight against Abolon, I think that gives us a lot of confidence going to that game against them. That is who we have next, isn't it? Well, listen, Doxa, again, I don't want to shit on them, but they've changed their manager. So um, it might no, take they, a bit of time to... 
but these are tricky games. I mean, like, you know, remember the last few years, like, we would draw points against teams like this and people would go crazy, like, we should be beating these teams in easy and all that. So we're doing yeah. that now. And we should be, yeah. you know, pretty happy about it. Like, this is how you but, should win games like this, right? Like, but this year, eh? we, we, lost, we lost to Ethnigos at home 2-0. Remember that one? Yeah. We lost to Doxa 2-1 away from home. We lost I mean, I agree with us this year, the start yeah. of the season. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if a team is like, you know, not a derby or whatever, yeah, I want to see three, four goals. And if I see that, job done. Very good job done. That's it. 100%. Move <laughs> on to the next one, you know? The, those, I don't know if you guys watched the interview with Ferrara full-time with uh, Sita. Yeah, no, goes, look, Yeah? He said, look, we, we saw the pitch. It wasn't great. And we thought, right, you know, let's just go, come here, get the job done, um, and that's it. And th- those things that he said, like the fighting spirit, the pressing, the intensity, these are things that we pointed out before he joined us, the things that we lacked. So the fact that he's putting a lot of emphasis on that part of the game, I think it speaks volumes as to what he's trying to implement. And again, Muggy, you and I, even even Roy, you know, we, we said we're going to back this manager and um, forget what's happened in the past with him in terms of his CV. The moment he stepped in, the, the things that he said in the press conference were very refreshing. Um, he wasn't beating around the bush. And Okay, he has said some things at full time, especially which game was it there, Roy? Was it Ayek when he was throwing in a few sound bites here and there, which rattled me a little bit? But the way I see it is that there is progress being made. Now, I say this the, the post match analysis of the Doxa game might be completely different now <laughs> you know, in terms of me talking about the progress. I don't know if I can jinx it, but I'm seeing progress, I'm seeing players improving. I can't name any player that has regressed since he's joined. And by regressed, I mean that's gone on the pitch and think, shit, he's worse off than before this this coach showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a key, I think, uh, thing that you highlighted there, which it's, it's easy to miss, but I agree with 100%. Um, I can't think of anyone. Who, who can you say yeah. has been in the lineup uh, since, say, for example, Lennon? Who's played under Lennon and Ferrara and has got worse since playing with Ferrara. People are going to say Bono but he's hardly played. He hasn't even fucking played. He came on and he was decent. No, but today, today Nicolas was top again. Like, yeah. even the few minutes that he played, like, he made some yeah. good challenges. He was on the right places at the right time. No yeah. problems whatsoever. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, only, okay, I, I was going to say Leshax, but like, he, he has been on, a, on that form I think throughout the year, so it's. I think he's still trying to figure out his, you know, you know, past form more than anything. So I don't think it's uh, necessarily a manager thing. So, but other than that, yeah. Do you know what? I, I I don't I don't want to shit stir, and I don't want people to assume that I know anything. I just have a gut feeling that he's off in the summer. <laughs> I have a feeling he's off in the summer. But anyway. anyway. Sorry, you've got a feeling that? Uh, yeah, I think he, yeah. he's going to be off in the summer. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. I, I don't know anything, so don't yeah. anyone start messaging me and saying whatever. I, I don't know. I just get a feeling that it's almost as if right now it seems that he's slowly being pushed out. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just a coincidence that he didn't play today. Maybe he hasn't recovered from his... I don't know, holidays or whatever. Maybe he's not match fit. I, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't know. I don't know anything. But like the the ideal thing is to try and get uh, Jan back to the form we were used to a couple of years ago. That that would be ideal. Um, I don't know, obviously, if, if uh, you know, because it all depends as well uh, if the team manages to win a trophy or manages to. Να πιάσει μια θέση μπόδιγη στην Ευρώπη που όπως είναι τώρα τα πράγματα είναι δύσκολο. Ένα παίξι ρολόν και γίνον θεωρώ. Επίσης, ο Κίτσος που μπορούσε να είναι αντικαστάτης του δεν έχει κάποιον όψιον που τον Ολυμπιακό σου να πραγερέψεις και άλλον εκτός που γίνον σε περίπτωση που φύγει. Αλλά τώρα μιλούμε πολλά υποθετικά επειδή έχει συμπορεών ο Ιάντζης 
But I don't know, Roy. Today, today especially, I mean, Abolon, we saw glimpses of a coach that I wouldn't say he was tinkering with the system, but he was trying different things that perhaps we're not used to seeing. Um, yeah. I think which which game was it where he played Gubble right uh, right wing in the four three three? I can't remember which game it was. It wasn't Olympia Goals? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. no, no. Was it against Aboyle? No. He started as in the fourth. I think he started there. against Aboyle, but then you know he just went south after the red card. But he yeah. might have been against Aboyle. Yeah. So it's it seems that like today, as I mentioned, that system with Gitso moving from a left back to to central midfielder. I don't know whether he's looking for players that have got more variation to the game. Now, this isn't to say that Lesiex is one-dimensional, but he is better going back and forth up that touchline. Can he do any other role? Like, can he play as a central midfielder? Because Gitzel, we've seen, has done that briefly. We can see Gitzel playing as a left. Again, I'm not shitting on Jan. Please don't take this as a, as a thing, but I'm thinking about long-term in terms of the type of player that this coach wants. If you noticed... A lot of the players that he's playing regularly can do more than just play one position. Apart from your centre-backs, understandable, because you don't want them venturing out in various positions. But, you know, you've got a right-back that can play as a wing-back that can get forward. You've got a central midfielder in Bash and Gussel that are able to tuck in the centre-backs or to get forward and help in, in attack. You've got Bruno, who... For some reason, people are shitting on Bruno today. I don't think he had a bad game, in all fairness. What did he actually do wrong? You know, here's me sticking up for Bruno. That just shows you the change in attitude for 2023. But, you know, he's he's got a lot of strings to his bow. He could play left wing through the middle. He could play wide right. Karim, another player who I've been critical of, is slowly, slowly becoming a bit of a fan favourite. Not for me, mine. But he, he's he's winning me over because of his performances in terms of what he does off the ball, in terms of him in dropping deep, collecting the ball, the awareness... Barker, even today, I mean, he, he could be leaving. But we saw today that he can play as a 10. He can move in different roles. So, again, I don't want to shit on Lesiax, but if we are to bring in an, another left-back, whether it be in the summer, whether it be in January, he's going to have to be able to do more than just bomb up and down the flank. That, that That's what it seems to me. This this coach wants players with variation. I don't know. It's just an observation. Maybe, I don't know. Ναι, θέλει πολύ, εν αλήθεια ότι θέλει πολύ συνθέτους παίχτες. Θέλει οι παίχτες που μπορούν να κάνουν έναν πράγμα μόνο καλά. I agree with you still that he needs players. But we will see. We, we, we are st- I think we are still trying to understand what Yannick wants to do with the team. And whether this uh, experimenting has to do... Uh, with with him trying to understand on on which players he can depend on uh, whether it is because it's a lack of uh, choices whether it is because he wants to make sure before he decides what he wants to do in january or even in the summer what these players can offer because at the moment i think he's axiologado roster because whether it's with him that we're going to build a team for next season. Because, okay, I'm not going to say this season is, is over 100%, but by the looks of it, we're definitely not anywhere near where we wanted to be. But still... No matter where you are in the table, you, you, and you, so, yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting one because we're expecting a comma Ferrera σε κάποια πράγματα, ακόμα αν είμαι σίγουρος αν με εκείνον που θέλω να πάω και να χτίσω την ομάδα για την επόμενη χρόνια. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, to not what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do you think he's done enough to, to, to 
convince you that this is the guy you want to move forward and build it because we're going to restructure the team next season. Yeah, I, I, he, for me, he's adding elements that I wanted to see that even under Burke uh, for some time we didn't have, right? Like the, the intensity that, that lasts throughout the game, right? Like that's the other thing. Like with Berg, maybe we would have scored one or two and then we took the, the, the foot off the pedal and then it's kind of like, let's stay compact and not concede and, you know, we're not doing much in the second half kind of thing. But with, with Yannick, we're keeping the intensity up even, you know, okay, even against the bottom, we were under pressure, but, you know, we, we had that desire to go forward and we got the second goal and finished the game. Kind of thing. So he's adding elements that I, I you know, I, feel, I felt like we were lacking for a long time with a squad that he didn't build. Um you know, with all everything that's happened in the summer and after and all of that stuff. So, and to be honest, take that game with a ball out of the equation. Somebody mentioned in the, in the comment, take that loss, which was a big loss, out of the equation. And he has a pretty decent record, okay? He's got a pretty decent record. You, you've you only lost, what, against uh, Ike, Ike, I think, Ike. right? Yeah. So, and, and against Ike, you know, details, like, Couple of mistakes from our left back, and you know, okay, yeah, two, two, one. So it could have, it could have, you know, been a different result altogether. So it's a pretty good record, like, and that that doesn't come by chance. Like, you know, we're scoring a lot of goals, we're conceding less. So it's just that that defeat against Abuel, I think, is just it shifted the, the ground uh, and the lens through which we, I think, um, see Yannick. But overall. I think with the right additions to the squad, you know, and again, you know, we're talking as if, as if everything is done and dusted. Okay. You, you know, you go and beat tomorrow, Doxa, Ayel, Salamina, and then we see where we are. Yeah. It's a long way to go still. There's still a lot of games left. I'm not saying, you know, we're going to go and win the league or anything like that, but it's way too early to, to brush this season over. It's way, way yeah. too early. I'm not saying that. Sorry, Roy. The, the funny thing about you saying that is that we said exactly the same thing this time last season in the sense that, you know, there's still plenty of time left. But I think the difference is between then and now is then we were the champions and there was a lot of pressure on these players to turn it around. And I don't think a lot of these players had ever experienced that kind of pressure before. You know, defending your title, being so far off the top, struggling with confidence, everything. Um, and then the managerial change, obviously, in, in, in February, or end of, end of February, whenever it was. But now it's almost as if, well, let's just go for it. What have we got to lose? What, what, what have we got to lose? Because really and truly, it's a new coach. It's not his squad, as we keep saying. Um, he's still trying to find the best best system, even though I still think he doesn't have like his best system in mind. I think he plays to the opponent in that sense. I think he tries to find the opponent's weaknesses and, and goes for the throat in that respect. Um, but it's a different kind of situation to this time last year. Now it's like, well, fuck it, the gloves are off. Let's go for it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't have a problem and, with it. And even the system, like I, you know, if you look at modern football nowadays, it's it's way less about systems and more about you know, how do you adapt to an opponent? And yeah. like you said, you know, take advantage of the gaps and, and use the space more efficiently and, you know, capitalize on mistakes and all these things. So, and, and these are things that I think I'm seeing with Yannick. Like he, he's working, like maybe that's part of the reason we see different systems. And like you said, he's adapting to opponents. But yeah, I'm all for somebody that looks at the game beyond just, I'm playing four four two. I'm playing three five two. No matter who the opponent is or whatever it is, right? Like this is who we are. This is how we play. Well, you know, you adapt. That's 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 football nowadays. I mean, yeah, yeah. Right, Bemogadi. Yeah, yeah. you put up a message about a, a technical director and all that, and we've had this conversation on numerous occasions on this pod with regards to who could it be, what type of guy they're going to bring in. Um, why is there so much like talk about it? I don't understand. Like, why is it such a topical thing? It's almost as if every pod we do, this this subject comes up from people. And obviously, it's, it's a good talking point. Don't get me wrong, but 
is it massively important to bring in someone like ASA? It's almost as if they want it done like now. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> he really doesn't okay. doesn't have the answer to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I was reading a, a message, but you know, I have an opinion I feel there is it's it's evident beyond no doubt that um since Larku left and then Berg left, the person who remained there is Simos and then Lennon joined and now Ferreira joined. So uh, the inability of the team to make some either good choices or uh, the inability of some players to adapt to the game has put a lot of weight on Simos's shoulders and they believe that the model Εγκαλώ να, να επανέρθει πίσω στην ομόνια για να μοιραστούν οι ευθύνες. It's uh, obvious that the fans need people who understand football, ανθρώπους του ποδοσφαίρου, ας πούμε, για να μοιραστεί τις ευθύνες μαζί με τους άλλους. Επειδή δεν μπορείς τώρα τα πάντα να, 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 τα, να τα αποχασίζει έναν άτομο. Ένα δικό και so this is why it's important. You know, he's, he's, he's rank is higher, he ranks higher than, than everyone. So that's a, a weird one. But I think Omonia needs more people who understand football. And the decisions being made should be from people who understand football. And the only person who understands football from That's why it's important. We're left with one person to do the triadum aspect. Yeah, I agree. And because Simon was put on Alirondu, sorry, Stelmos put on Jalirondu. Επιάντεν το credit του. Τώρα που έμεινε μόνος του, εφησολογικά δέχεται και ούλην την κριτική και ούλην την πιέση. Διότι χάνει και που η δουλειά που μπορεί να κάνει τη δουλειά που πρέπει να κάνει, χάνει και που ζαμεί. Εν τούτο ρε, αν κάνει σκοιό δουλειές της μιας γελάστης, δεν μπορείς να κάνει σκοιό πράτα το ίδιο καλά. Ναι, ναι, ναι. Αλλά ναι, 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 guys you know stepping down to the, the you know the dressing rooms and having a chat with you 
you you're gonna pay attention, right? <laughs> That's how it is. You think? <laughs> well, you think, you know? told. I mean, if you don't, you you know, maybe you're the problem. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell! But um, we didn't talk about Karim's goal. Well, you did actually actually about the assist from from Sati. From Karim, yeah. I don't yeah, know if you meant think... it to be honest. <laughs> I think he, he, I, don't, I, I don't know what he went to do there. I think he went for a chip, but he wasn't sure if the ball went out. And then he ended up in the goal, and like he didn't play to the whistle. Play yeah, to the whistle. No, I mean, yeah, good for him, man. You know, like I did, he did what I expect him to do, and you know, but yeah, I wasn't like sure what he was trying me. to do. Yeah. <laughs> he scuffed it. <laughs> scuffed it into the top corner. But I tell you what, yeah, Sati's work rate exactly. But Sati's work rate, man, and he didn't give it up. He didn't give it up, yeah. you know. Again, play to the whistle. Even if the ball, even if you think the ball's crossed the line, just just carry on playing. So I think again, it shows uh, the tenacity that he has. And I've been saying it for a long time. I think he's a very, very good right back. And again, he's another one of those players that, like Zaha, oh, he came from Olympia goals, so it, it it boggles the mind, honestly. But whatever, it is what it is. It is what it is. So. um yeah, boys, is there anything else that we can touch on? Well, I'm just trying to think if there's anything that we've missed. No, NFT, I was having this delicious to Ferreira. You can if you want, man. I'm I'm happy with that, in all fairness. If you want to if you want to go into that. Maybe we can talk about um με το που είδαμε τον αγωνιστικό χώρο είπαμε ότι θα πρέπει να πάρουμε μόνο τους βαθμούς. Η δουλειά έγινε, είμαστε χαρούμενοι που σκοράραμε νωρίς γκολ. Απέναντι σε αυτές τις ομάδες, αν δεν σκοράρεις νωρίς, δυσκολεύουν τα πράγματα. Μετά το 3-0 ήταν δύσκολο για τον αντίπαλο. Θα θέλαμε να κρατήσουμε περισσότερο την μπάλα. Ήμασταν δυνατοί, ήμασταν και τυχεροί που δεν δεχτήκαμε γκολ. Είμαστε χαρούμενοι για τους βαθμούς, για την εμφάνιση, για το μηδέν παθητικό. Μετά το 2-0 ήταν δύσκολο για την έδωση να αντιδράσει. Είμαστε χαρούμενοι για τι μεταγραφέ. Θα γίνουν κινήσει, δεν θα πω αριθμό, δεν μπορώ να σα πω πόσε. Εμεί ακόμα αναπτυσσόμαστε. Η ομάδα αποδίδει καλά. Δύο μήνε μετά ο κόσμο βλέπει τα πράγματα διαφορετικά. Ξέρουμε ότι υπάρχουν περιθώρια για βελτίωση, δεν θα κάνουμε κάτι τρελό. Εντάξει, δεν ξέρω αν είχα missing something. Κάπου αλλού έφτιαξα ότι αναφέρεται για τον κάκου κάτι. Ποιο είναι το MVP. We had a chat in the WhatsApp, didn't we? Uh, mm. I, I don't know. For me, yeah, okay, Gagu scored two goals and everything, and his work rate was good and all that, but I, I felt Barker, especially considering the circumstances around everything, you know, the mm. rumors that he might be leaving and all it's easy for a player to see things like that and be like, you know what, why am I even bothering, right? Um, but he was top today, honestly. Like, any side of the pitch, wherever he was, Even until the last minute, he kept the intensity up. Um, top, top stuff. So for me, that's where my vote would go personally. Still? Well, the, the, the Apollon game, I gave it to Psalti, didn't I? I think it was Psalti. And then OFC TV gave it to Karim. So we know that Gagu is going to get the MVP for the two goals, right? So it doesn't, doesn't really make a difference to... Uh, yeah, he's our MVP, man. Um... Do you need to total green eyes to snag on the head? Okay. <laughs> um, do you know what? Oh, fucking hell. I want to give it to Gago, but do you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it to Gitso. I'm going to give it to Gitso, Gitso just for that, the, 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 the adaptation to his role and what he brought in terms of creating that bit of intensity in the middle of the park and that extra dimension in terms of the creativity, plus it, it confused the fuck out of them because they, they expected him to be bombing forward down the flank and he was like, nah, fight that. I'll give it to Gidson, man. I'll give it to him. He's also so stable, Can I give it to the coach? Yeah. I'll give it to Ferrara. We used to do that with Bergelot. We gave it to Bergelot. It was not so good, I feel. Even though, like I said, uh, I... Yeah, spoiler for Total Green. <laughs> I, I was pleased. No, but it's the, it's the fans. It's the fans who vote for it. Okay. Um, Total Green, it's the fans who vote for the MVP. Um, I thought it was Costa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, also Lukaku, 
like I said, not not just because of the goals, it was the the maturity was uh, the way he yeah, the, the the goal he created the first goal for himself as well. Uh, the way he in his body, he discolliamed, uh, he discolliamed, 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 that could have done it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The keeper saved it, yeah. So, uh, he should have chipped him. He should have chipped him. Three attempts uh, on goal. We had a total of four attempts on goal. Three of them were from Kagu. He scored two goals. He pressed. He did what he had to do. Uh, uh, look, 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 look at Rod. E- evening, Rod. <laughs> but yeah um... ah can I open a can of worms I know we've been going on for close to an hour but I want yeah. to open a can of worms um, and we can talk about this very briefly because I don't know if people in the chat have got uh, any information or any idea Khaled Ganez no me like I'm... no no the tabella no. isn't coming down no I told you. I told <laughs> well, you. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone might know. Does anyone know about this uh, this sacred bit of land? <laughs> we should build a monastery there now too. Uh, remember that. It's like a mirage. It's a yeah. mirage. Sacrificial. Is that we go to sacrifice players that, that are leaving yeah. the club? <laughs> Before they leave, they go there and they say, you know. <laughs> you sent EI in and sacrifice him. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pedro, okay. The land belongs to OLB. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Belongs to the Bank of Cyprus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually believe that he was be coming more. <laughs> I said without opening a can of worms. I, I think I've dropped it from like a 100th floor building. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here we go. Ah, there. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. It's still do yeah. you remember when we Eclirosame uh, and give away Fanelles, Fakandrobi? We promised that we were going to give two or three shirts. Yeah, one, it... one's, two have been announced. So I'm just waiting for obviously the new year to pass. We, we are now in 2023, so I can get in touch with our guy to, to print two of them. Shall we give one away on this one? So we've already given two shirts and we gave yeah, the we, coasters and, and we gave the humans as well. Humans is done. Yeah, all of them. Everything's done. All, apart from the two that we said we were going to give away. They haven't been produced yet. You know what I mean? Mother Teresa, you know, I'm under the thrust of Rosary on the podcast. And I was going to add some of my ones as well. So, yeah, we Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, shall, shall we do a, a Fuck Andro B t-shirt giveaway then? Shall we do one right now? Right now. Oi, in the giveaway, Fanelles to Magidora. Right now. Elixir. Maggie, it's what? up to you. It's oh, up to you whatever whether you want. want one of yours. Yeah, whatever you guys uh, want. Yeah. I mean, in okay, case t- people don't know, like, uh, you know, the t-shirts that I, I have or I made, uh, the ones with the uh, the queen is back and then Ammonia Ionia. So there's, you know, People can choose, I guess, which one. And Bon Laures. And yes, and yes, if we're going to have a model of a still for that. Yeah, should have done. <laughs> My one's upstairs. If I don't know, we can have this Govenda. I'd have done it. But um, yeah, we, we've, we've done it now. Shall we, shall we save it for the next show then? Or okay. shall we just do I'd... one now? I don't Let's know what, what people want. We've still got like 100 people watching live. So there's a one in 100 chance of someone winning a t shirt if they want to do a giveaway. Yeah. Whatever, man. Whatever. Any sir. There is nothing. Well, what, 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 what would you guys decide? 
while you guys decide, thank you, Bet on Alpha, for sponsoring us. Really appreciate it. Wonderful betting company there. Go on their website. The ticker's at the bottom. I can't view it in England because of the yeah IP stuff. This guy says now. Let me go see if I can find one to show. You can find one. All right. Well, shall we do like a double whammy then? Hmm. Okay. Okay. What What can we think of to to uh, ask these guys? Um. Mm. We've done. We've done the MVP. We've done that one already. Um. Ah. Ah. Right. Brodochronia Vasilobita. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, who in your family? One the one the did you guys do is it oh god is it yeah what, the, what do you guys yeah so what do you guys put in there now? We put a one pound coin. What do you guys put? Euros. Euros. One euro. Yeah. So I want to know the most outlandish thing that's been put in the Vasilobita. And the best one wins a wins a fanella. Not. This is one of them, by the way. The other one ah, is the okay. one with the queen. But, yeah. yeah. So I don't have the other ones. It's somewhere in the room, but anyway. Trifili Negro Keyring. Is that what, what's been put in the Vasilobita one? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Ah, because only one pound. I don't make it. My mum puts it in there. She puts fucking uh, icing sugar or whatever you call it on the top. It looks like cocaine. I want to snort it. Giancarlo, Giancarlo is, is a winner. Ostora. Oh my god, that is brilliant. That is, that is yeah, strong Pretty candidate. Brilliant. And, and, and I got an interview with the top three. I was top Oh my god! So there's two. That's two. So we've got two good ones. Two very good ones. Well, if no one can beat that in the next minute, we got we got fifty seconds. You got fifty seconds to try and beat it. Who, got who was the first to try one? And beat it. The, the one, first one was uh, is... no Mike with the the, ah, the, ah, the yeah the queuing yeah and the coin yeah. from middle right. So he's got it so far, and also Giancarlo. So what, uh, Mike can get the Facandro B one. Giancarlo can get uh, Maggie's one. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So far, we've done it, yeah. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Fuck it. Okay, we're done. Big on listing. Ideas now. Big on listing. Me do do Chris do Maggie. Yeah, the Farrellan do Privilege card. Fuck off. <laughs> Brilliant. And Duxy, boys, those you two who have won it, feel free to email us with your details. There you go. And um, we will arrange it ASAP. Obviously, it's, what are we, the 2nd of January? So it might take us a few days to get it all sorted. Um, but yeah, let us know your addresses and that kind of stuff. Or No, not the addresses, because you have to pick up the Facandro fa- Fanella. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, that's Ibasas, it's Simos Tarambluzes. He sells bluzes. He's got a little beriptero, like down in Limassol, Yermasoya. He's got the, uh, anyway. Do they still have those um, those those Russian shops where they sell like mink jackets and fur coats or that kind of shit in Limassol? They probably do, man. Just as you go down, fucking. Uh, I don't know. We've we've evolved quite a bit in Limassol. So. And that's why I'm going to move. I'm going to move Limassol, ah. I'm going to move Limassol. Because I'm minimal, I feel. Eh, stay going here. Go check your mail. Find your phone number. Allah, for the last two days, I'm going to be in. Just zero point nine. I'm going to be in. Eh, that's just nothing. That's nothing. Anyway, all right, guys, move. 
pitch a tent. Yes, Mike, send me an email. Send me an email with your size. Yeah, because you've got the fuck under B1. I'm going to have to give you the address to go collect it because the guy's in uh, Lefkosia. Lefkosia. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, nothing. No, no, no. You said Lefkosia, (laughs) I said Lefkosia, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so you're going to have to collect it there. Just send send me your shirt size and obviously I know your name, but um, yeah, there's that. So we've got three fuck under B funnelers. For our friend, it is. We're giving him business. Yep. And uh, obviously for Muggy's one. Muggy, how are you, how you going to get that one? Uh, yeah, you... I mean, uh, let me know the details and maybe I can get it sent to whoever, like if they're, you know, different city or whatever. I can get that delivered. Um, Splendid. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mr. Roy, Hi. do you want to wrap it up? Um, yeah, okay. Simandi Niki Kadaria Stiva da Galobosferon, Vidame Nea Pramada Bucerina Prostesio Provonitis, Alayes Tession, Cazaros Cor, Miden Pacitico, Calia Giado Scosillas Costria, Omos Bembavia Bodo Naimastan Gepali. Πίσω που θα θέλαμε να είμαστε. Αλλά μια νίκη εκτός έδρας. Έχουμε ένα πρόγραμμα στη συνέχεια που αν το αξιοποιήσουμε τότε θα μπορούμε να δούμε αν μπορούμε να σύρουμε και κλεφτές μαθηκές για λίγο πιο πάνω. Αλλά αφήσουμε λίγο την τοξικότητα και την μιζέρια του προηγούμενου χρόνου για να προσπαθήσουμε να ξεκινήσουμε με ένα πιο θετικό τη χρονιά και να τα πούμε να τα ξαναπούμε πολύ σύντομα Aris, we're coming for you we're four points behind you <laughs> we're coming for you we're creeping up <laughs> that's the spirit that is the spirit there you go come on, say it come on, say it jeez, you almost gave me a heart attack fucking second day of the year fucking hell <laughs> <laughs>